1: and welcome to episode 57 of the First Exchange Podcast with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl. We are back for a new series and I could not be happier. I have missed doing this so much. I have missed being in the studio recording these podcasts. It's been too long. I hope you are all keeping well. Thank you so much, as always, to everyone who has reached out on social media, whether it's a tweet or a DM, just to say that they're enjoying the podcast. And when are we back with a new series? Um, It's so lovely to know that you're all eagerly awaiting this new episode and that you're all keeping well and thank you as always for always sharing the podcast and for your messages of love and support i really appreciate it so thank you um so for our first episode back i could not but bring in one of my favorite people um, to talk with me and to get us kicked off into this new series. I had a very good friends of mine by the name of Teddy Darling, a.k.a. God Creative, a.k.a. one half of Creative Crime, to come into the studio today and join me for a chat. If you listen to the chat, you will understand why I needed to get him in and I needed to know more about his brain. <laughs> he does so much, whether it is art, graffiti, creating, music, art. So as you can tell, he does so much. I know him, I know Teddy so long, but I really only kind of know his background in music. And uh, I wanted to get him in, obviously, to talk about that. But there's so much that he does. He is the definition of creation, of creative minds Um, so he came in to talk about how he got started his influences his mentors you know his life to date Um, and he did not disappoint it was such an interesting chat and I think I'm probably going to have to get him back for a second episode Um, but before I keep going on just thank you so much again to everyone for listening for tuning in and for sharing the podcast we really really do appreciate it and because of your love and support that is why we're able to continue to do this so thank you Um, So now go and enjoy the new series, episode 57 of the First Exchange podcast with Teddy Darling. Boom, we're back. Yo, yo. Welcome.
2: Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to see you.
1: It is so good to see you. Yeah. It must, the last time, God, the last time we saw each other, the last time we were out was we went to John's play uh, over the road, the Olympia.
2: That's right, Ireland's call. Yeah. How good was that?
1: It was brilliant. So I was delighted to see you there because I went on my own.
2: I kept a C for you.
1: You did keep a C for me?
2: Yeah, I did. Do you remember that?
1: <laughs> yes, of course I do. Yeah. And I was, do you remember I was in a taxi on Georgia Street? Yeah. And you were texting me, going, you're not going to make it. They closed the doors on the button. You don't get in. I'm like, I'm not well versed in this theatre thing.
2: Well, we got love for you because I kept that C for you. And plus, <laughs> theatre has a strict code like, they don't wait. Like, if you're five, if you're two minutes late, I've gone to some of John's shows. I couldn't get in, I couldn't get in. It wasn't because of the way I looked, though. I couldn't, I couldn't get in because I was two minutes late. And in theatre, that they're very, they're really like that. But you held the show up, I think, about seven minutes, right? And we were just saying, Oh, someone very important is coming, very important. And they're like, we don't care who this <laughs> is. We're hold, closing hold the, the door. door. <laughs> Fair like, play, sir. Very, very important. <laughs> and then you walk in, it's like, oh, huh? like, yeah, 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 yeah. you do not
1: lydia. you do not a fucking lydia.
2: Yeah, that was great.
1: Oh, it was brilliant. What yeah. a show! Powerful what stuff. Show.
2: Powerful, powerful stuff.
1: Yeah, really, really good. Oh, he's bringing it back. He was meant to bring it back, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, that man's a legend, man. I love that fella. Well, he's he's had he he, he did eighty five shows, um, Orleans call, and. uh, it was great. I have some really, really interesting stories, actually. Like, when he was preparing for that, he, he actually just got funded from, for the Fringe Festival to do a one-time show. Yeah. And they were like, we, we'd like you to do a one-man show, you know? And he was like, okay, I'm in. Let's go. And they were like, okay, uh, can you do it? Like, it's it's next week or whatever. And he's like, what? Well, an hour show? And he was like, okay, right, shit. Try to do this. So he went home and uh, basically drawed on loads of uh, different scenarios and inspirations of all of us growing up and all the kind of mad things we've done and chopped and changed a couple of his childhood stories in there. I put it in a great narrative as well about the country. And um, I remember walking into his bedroom and he had all the scenes written crayon on his, on his bedroom wall. <laughs> scene one, you know, baldy English, scene two, you know, these tag words to go in. Yeah. But it was like walking into uh, into uh, like a horror set yeah, because he's the worst <laughs> handwriting in the world. <laughs> you can understand there's these scribbles and uh, Jesus uh, he pulled it together in a week and he ended up there and that ended up going all across the country 85 shows and stuff man. and uh, he yeah, he'll be back he'll be back yeah.
1: uh, this is John Connors by the way uh, in case, I don't think we mentioned John we're just we're saying John like everyone listening will know who we're talking about yeah, but John uh, Connors, yeah. the, the one and only um, but speaking of John Connors yeah, just off the set can we talk about the Black Wealth
2: I think we can, yeah, yeah. He was, on a <laughs> podcast. he was on a podcast talking about it as well. So, like, yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, how
1: did you get on? How did you get on? Don't implicate yourself. Keep it brief. Keep it, keep it media. Like, uh, yeah, it was really good. Next yeah, question.
2: No, it was dangerous asking me that because I don't know how to answer questions like I had. Probably, he'd probably listen back and be like, what the fuck is off." You know what I mean? But, um, no, I was called upon to collaborate with uh, Cluster Fox Film. It was a great film uh, wrote called The Black Wealth. Uh, John Connors and Tiernan Williams wrote this beautiful script about uh, the impact of uh, clerical abuse generational mm-hmm. and about people not dealing with their demons inside and um you know their relationships as well with people, how it affects them in, 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 in the present time as well, how, how it affects their relationships with their family and their friends and stuff. But it, it's a very it's very powerful drama. Very, very, very powerful drama. And uh, they just called on me and my, uh, I suppose, my, my creative detailed eye <laughs> to come in and do some. Actually, it started out, I was meant to come in and just set dress. They were like, we can use your eye and we can dress up these places. Yeah. And um, it turned into me then, just basically looking after all the props, looking after all the costume and, and, and set dress and everything, which was a lot of stress on me. It was my first gig, first gig doing that. And uh, I I had no idea what I was doing, right? Yeah. And I'm in mean, there with all these people that have, you know, th- th- they have massive credits, big film and TV and everything like that. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just acting like I know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah.
2: But they know me as well. Like, it was real funny. Oh, it's Teddy. Yeah, that guy, man. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. house things? Yeah. So this is what you're doing now. Yeah, how many films you are done? I've done a few, you know. <laughs> it's that, and the other hand, the melt the costumes, going, fuck, I hope that's the right one. <laughs> 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 you know? But, yeah. Uh, uh, it looks
1: it looks fresh. It looks amazing. Like what it's I've going seen to be the unbelievable. F- the photos and stuff online it looks incredible. Really, really cool.
2: Yeah, like I mean, I, got, I had the chance to express myself creatively through, through the film as well. And um, I'm always thankful for, for those opportunities. Like, for instance, one of the guys, he has a talent for painting. And uh, I got to paint up 20 original canvases yeah. uh, for the film. I got to make a lot of props and got, got to do a lot of stuff that. I never done before as well. Like mm-hmm. so, you know, there was challenges there along the way. It was fucking, it was beast, it was deadly.
1: But you are like, if someone was to ask me to define you in one word, creative would be the word. Like you just strike me as someone who is always creating, no matter what the avenue is. Obviously, God creative, creative crime. The music is is probably how I would know you best. Mm. But there's so many different facets to Teddy's Ireland. Who are you?
2: <laughs> yeah, I ask myself that question every day. <laughs> I'm just someone that wants to have a bit of fun. You don't make people smile as well. like you know Well, I mean?
1: listen, take that off the list. Yeah, do you know Mike. what I mean?
2: Like, I mean, all that other stuff comes hand in hand as well. Like, it, it, it's, you know, come here. We're all creative in our own ways. We just, we just need to find a way to bring it out as well. I've, I've been lucky enough to be in youth clubs as a youth and get mentored and tutored by amazing artists throughout my life. Yeah. And uh, it's all about just looking up, isn't it? It's, it's about just like looking where you want to be. Look at who's doing, who's doing the best job at that. And then just saying to yourself, look, aspire that and just you know take some of that stuff and move forward. Like It's all about just looking up and yeah. drawing from the legends and drawing from our mentors. And uh, I, I believe that's how I, I built up a creative base.
1: So talk to me about these mentors. Go um, back, go back, go back, go back. Travel in time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all.
2: There's a, a beautiful human being named uh, Gary... Uh, Gary Gary McGuire, his name is. He's from Drottet. And uh, basically, basically, when we were around 12, 13, we, we were going around Darndale and we were just fucking tagging the place up with spray paint, graffiti paint. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what we thought was cool back then. Yeah. We had all these videotapes of all these guys wrecking the place in... in, in um, in New York and stuff like that. And we went on a big trip, like but again, we're just trying to find our identity. We're creatives. Yeah. We don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But we but you know we're rebels as well, like, you know, and we don't wanna we don't wanna sell hash at the shops either. Do you know what I'm saying? Like so it's like but well, we still wanna do something, we still wanna fuck the place up a bit, but yes, we don't wanna you sir. know get you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We want a chance to run from the garden at least, like you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> So um so basically, had to get back to that, so our, our local youth club pulled a meeting and um, we used to go in and out there and play basketball and stuff and says, we're going to get an artist down that's going to teach us how to do that, how to harness that ability yeah. and how to turn it into like, like murals and stuff like that, like, you know? So they called down, called down a guy called Gary McGuire. He, he writes the name Arts. Big shout out to Gary McGuire, big shout out to Arts. Um, and he came in, but little did we know, this guy was like a fucking, a legend on the international scene when it came to graffiti art
0: wow. so it
2: wasn't just a guy that had some skills, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. actually legendary
0: but yeah. we came
2: to know that then you know and he taught us how to harness our skills and get our little sketchbooks together, our little black books and do our outlines and stuff and he, he taught us he taught us what the art is you know what i mean mm. like how 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 to express it in a, in an art form Ta- taught us all the spray paint abilities all these different can skills how to use our you know our head to build more kind of intricate designs and stuff like that and this workshop wasn't something that went on for a few months this workshop went on for years Wow I ended up becoming really good friends with that guy and we travelled all around we, we painted numerous amount of walls we we actually when Smithfield when we were just building all the kind of new structures in Smithfield Square there all the hoarding up there we organised a big graffiti jam uh, called Out the Born Jam in 2007 and invited something like 30 international guests over to paint well. all that and stuff. You know, and I'm only 15, 16, and I'm painting like the big dogs because I'm just one of these dudes. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. thing with me. Like, you know, my first try is shit. My second try is okay. My third try is really good. By the time it's my 10th try, I'm, I'm as I'm as good as anyone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah, just, yeah. just capacity to learn. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so I was just painting, painting, painting and got really good. And um, I suppose that was one big staple in my life. That was one guy. Like, right now, like, even the paintings that I did in the film and stuff like that, that stems exactly from that mentorship that, yes. I, that I got from that dude. you know what I mean? Like,
1: And just goes to show the importance of when you reach a certain points in your own career or you've learned a certain amount, the importance mm-hmm. of giving back, the yeah. importance of going back to the communities sure. and teaching the youth what you know. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I it's don't... like... Oh I love that. And shows his character as well. Big time. That that he was able to be that successful in his own field mm-hmm. and then go, Do you know what, I'm gonna give me spare time and I'm gonna teach these toe rags yeah the definitely. Way. that's what it was <laughs> like he, he
2: was like a real dude like he was a friend he used to say like I'm not making even much for this so he travelled down from Droughton and yeah, he wasn't making much he was doing it because he just wanted to pass the gift on passion do you know what I mean like yeah. and we still you know I lost that deal for five years in my life like I was literally crying like a baby he just disappeared but I recently uh, before Christmas actually located and we're going to be meeting up soon this Christmas yeah
1: no way yeah. Yeah. miracles do come true yeah. you
2: know I got Damn. fucking yeah, I got a word from another deal to another no idea that he knew, he knew where he was he just disappeared off the map for a while you know what I mean I was crazy
1: unreal so from from graffiti from doom murals what next what came next
2: well people don't know this I never actually told anyone this but um I think it was in transition year when um I actually won the young Dublin artist award
1: no in the whole, like
2: in the whole of Dublin Get out. Yeah, right. And they, they, they got me up onto a big stage in the middle of town. Nobody knows this. What? Yeah, they got me up on a big stage in the middle of town. And uh, they presented me with like um, a solid gold uh, heart badge.
1: You're joking no, was, me. Like
2: this happened. And um, NCAD down the road told me I don't have to do any exams. I could go straight into into college. What? Yeah, this was because like, of all big. this. Yeah, that's big. If NCAD
1: are like bypass the exams. Yeah, 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 they were like just come just into us. Come in. Yeah, they
2: were just come into us. Yeah, we'll take it from there. So
1: what did you have to do? Like what was part, why did you, how did you win the, was it like a collection of work or?
2: Yeah, it was, it really was. Yeah, it was a collection of work. It was a million different sketches. It was uh, sculpts. Um, it was objects that we were making. It was crazy shit. Like you know?
1: No way. Yeah, like now
2: that I think it's crazy, I haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about it in fucking t- fifteen years. Like, <laughs> no. How does it feel?
1: How does it feel when you think back? That's crazy. On it?
2: That's crazy. That's crazy. But that. But there you go. God, creative. Like, you know.
1: Yeah. There
2: you go. It all started from there. Like, you know. So.
1: No way. Okay. Now more. What else? Because like this is so interesting. Because we've I've never had this conversation with you mm. about like we've never really talked about sort of your start or mm. you know. So that's why you're here. We're going to go do it now.
2: <laughs> yeah, nice one. No, I appreciate it. Really so appreciate
1: the art, like. But like art and music go hand in hand. You know what I mean? They're so in sync. Whether it's down to like the, you know, album cover or mm. single cover to like your promo photographs, like art mm. is always there. It has to be there. They always have to be interlinked. So at what stage did you, you develop the sort of love for music or that sort of natural.
2: Well, the same time you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very good
2: <laughs> same time you did.
1: I wonder was it the same way I did though <laughs>
2: came from it were, you, were you big, at the session. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: uh, like of course it was from friends and stuff like that but it was really from older music yeah that's how you like music
1: yeah what was what, I mean? what were you listening to what was in the collection back then yeah
2: Ennio Morricone
1: go on
2: Fleetwood Mac oh I was killing it, like, you know, we were doing like, I was just a, like, war of the worlds kind of on LP yes, and stuff. I was yes. just the stuff people weren't. And like, you know, I had this kind of big eclectic kind of mix of music that was in my life that I couldn't even express when I got into hip hop or rap. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? like yeah, It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. I really rap music and I, and I do hip hop tunes. I feel like that's the best way I can express myself yeah. because I feel like I am a bit of a wordsmith. But... I don't listen to hip hop, you know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah, I don't listen to rap music. Did like you ever though. go through
1: a period of just being like being inspired by hip hop or yeah, just an yeah, 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 yeah. there Yeah
2: yeah 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 for sure. For like sure. who?
1: Who would have been big inspirations in hip hop?
2: Um excuse me, I remember I remember one Christmas, um uh, me off like a point in radio man and this thing was like a spaceship. <laughs> Had a tape deck, and for the first time I ever seen a CD player, but it fucking slid <laughs> down vertically, right? Like that, it went up and down. Didn't know what the fuck this thing was, <laughs> right? I hadn't got a fucking clear. He put the CD in flat, like, I put the CD in sitting up. And uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember we were so fucked up and broke that one Christmas. I don't think he had much money to get me at, and he gave me the fucking thing, right? Yeah, it was a pioneer system, probably worth about 800 pounds. From Power City back then. I think he spent all the fucking Christmas money on the Pioneer <laughs> system, but when it came to Christmas, he felt guilty. He gave me the fucking thing. But uh I remember just being landed with that, like, and I, I did have a history of music. I had like fucking Peshot Boys and Scooter on on tape and stuff, and we were listening to like a boom, 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 and let me hear you say away. We were listening to all them fucking banging, bleeding, mad 90s tunes growing up. And uh, I remember saying, fuck, I have a CD player now. Well, I better go buy some CDs. And then for the next 10 years, for the next 10 years, I was just obsessed with crawling through HMV. Mm. And, you know, it was before the internet. Like, we... we, we, What a day. You know what I mean? It was when sometimes (coughs) we just had to go with what we seen on the fucking album cover to take a chance on it.
1: Can you remember those days? Like,
2: come on, can we talk talk about them?
1: HMV or going into Terror Records and, like, Troll... and, 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 like... Back in the day when vinyl collection was like, you know, a pure thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. now, I mean, the art is lost. And obviously it's not lost completely, but uh, we're in a different time. But that thing of like going through, Mm. like, and I remember in Tear Records, I eventually started working in Tear Records and I worked there for about six years. Before I worked there, I used to go in and they would have all the vinyl, like, you know, A to Z and all the names and stuff. But then they'd have, like, at the end of the section, they'd just have, like, one pile of just random. Yeah. Like, we can't yeah. categorize that or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And that's where I used to go, right? Yeah. And it, it was that. It was the art. What resonated with you. Yeah, that was a And sometimes you it would be a hit. You get home and you'd be like success. Yeah. Sometimes you get something home and you'd be like, what the yeah. hell? This doesn't sound and like the cover looks like. Do yeah. you know what I mean?
2: But that's the beauty of us. Yeah, that's it. Like I brought some CD home that I thought were hip hop and it's like, that's not my name. <laughs> yeah. That's not my name. I was like, what the fuck is this man? The dingdings? It's like, <laughs> I fucking thought this was a hip hop group. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yes. the way it was back then. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. that's how we, that's how we really have, have these acute senses to art as well and how and how mm-hmm. how art ties itself together to us is the the attention, the detail we have uh, on, you know, using using our our sight, our feel, our touch, our senses, like, you know, there was nothing better than picking up these things, opening them up, going through the lyrics and yeah. Feeling connected with it. Like everything's digital now. We don't have that anymore. Remember you know? when
1: you buy a CD, an album on C D and the inlay was like all the lyrics.
2: Right. Exactly. How
1: cool was that? Deadly. Oh, you get to sit there for all your tunes and no like saying. sing the lyrics.
2: Deadly. It's like, listen, right, I'll tell you, um, Lydia. <laughs> so, so basically, right. Rea- basically, when, when, when that all happened in our lives and stuff like that, that actually stemmed into my art um, when I teamed up with, with Dan Doherty and we made Creative Crime, and uh, we made a bunch of tunes. I always said we'll do a release and we'll do something really funky with it, which is a direct reaction from all of them past experiences. So one of our last, uh, the last single we just brought out in December, just gone, it's called Takeover, Creative Current Takeover, and um, kind of electro, electro rap type type of things, really cool, like a hype tune. Um, I commissioned a guy to to uh, to illustrate a full 10, ten page book comic, right, wow. on these. Computer, on these kind of G1 Generation 1 Transformer type characters of me and Dan. And uh, we got the comic made up, we got character cards made up, and we got uh, we got a great artist to sculpt, to sculpt robot scopes as well and stuff like that. And, you know, I got them cast up and I hand painted them and stuff like that. And Incredible. Did, yeah, and we did it like a little limited edition release, like with the comic book and the figures. Just for the single,
1: because the figures—that's another yeah. area that you're big into, right? Yeah. And you know who it was who 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 told me about you with the figures, mm. Paddy Holan. Right, yeah. When that he right? was when he was in here with me, what I, if only I could remember Shane, now what the uh, the the why we were talking about. It. I, was, I don't know, ma- ah. Do you know what it was? It John was here. John was right. in and he said, who had you last week? And I said, I had John Connors in. And he was like, no way. And he was talking about John. He's like, do you, know, do you know his mate? Oh, what's his name? He does little... E- Did you send him something or...
2: No. I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that type of fella. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Here's my little man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, what happened is, is that like, man, fuck, man. I, uh, I used to take the piss out of all the lads. Like, I've, I've been a huge, uh, not to go off the subject, but just Go to get, off, just, just, beer off. Yeah, like, I've been a huge combat fan since I, I was doing Kempo Karate as a kid. And and, and um, <laughs> I was doing Kempo Karate as a kid. And I was watching, watching Pride FC, like, back in, like, fucking 99 and 98 and 97. So I've been watching combat sports for a long time. And uh, finally, when, when Irish people were up on the big stage fighting, um, I was just, being, you know, I was absolutely chuffed. Like the likes of fucking Paddy and Conor and everyone started competing. But when the lads were doing their post fight interviews, I used to go on Facebook and mimic them, you know what I mean? I used to do impressions Wait, of them. Did you? Yeah, yeah. So I sent Paddy an impression of him. <laughs> uh, all banged up with a bleeding with a, with a Tron cap on, yeah. No
1: way, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I, just, I, I was just slagging him talking about cups of tea and stuff like that. Like, back, yeah, you know, I actually did a really good impression of him, and I just thought it would be hilarious just to send it to him. Yeah, I didn't know him. <laughs> I just randomly send him 1 pm with the video. And that's it And never respond back to him I've never talked to Paddy Like that's the funny thing Paddy Ever. No Paddy Oh, oh no, 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 have to Oh no no no, no, no. Paddy, Like I've met Paddy And stuff like that Oh you know okay I mean? well, At yeah. the time At the time i would right, never right, talked right, to him right, Or whatever right. like that Yeah you know? yeah yeah And uh, he just He always remembered me Because of that video like, That mad bastard And then I started popping up With John and stuff like that He'd Yeah say, oh, Fucking mad bastard <laughs> sending me that video <laughs> a fucking mad thing that felt, you know what I mean like you know what I mean so, yeah I
1: think he might have said he's a mad thing yeah, he's yeah, a mad yeah, thing yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: but again just just, just having a crack making people laugh like so combat good. is my thing you know what I mean yeah, so like yeah. it's it's like it's like somebody it's like a film buff doing doing impressions of somebody in films like you know yeah, what I mean like, it's yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah. I was just having taken a piss so you
1: know. well we, we have shared the tatam on on a, on a few nights with the owl
2: yup <laughs> Oh dear
1: <laughs> That's a area For a combat gym there <laughs> Yo um, But uh, obviously um I was going to say Dublin Combat Academy Where I train uh, Dublin Thai boxing well, You've do, you uh, well, done a bit right?
2: Ah yeah bits You do pieces. a bit Ah uh, I go around Like I live out of a suitcase As they say <laughs> Fighting out of a suitcase <laughs> You
1: know what I
2: mean It's like Where is that cut Like he does fucking Four sessions And then three months this later it Comes back and does another I thought. was
1: filming I was doing the documentary On Paddy Douglas that night And when I got up there Didler, the coach was like, he picked a good night. The, the champ is here." Yeah. I was delighted you were up. with that it? Was yeah. good? It was really it's good. A, yeah. The
2: thing about me is, I'm no fool. I can jump in and and it's not like I'm a world beater. Yeah. I have the basics of everything, <laughs> yeah. and I can actually just go and have a laugh with the boys. Yes. I can't. I'm not a fool in there. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. actually yeah. go and train. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? I can't yeah, wait to roll with you. Like I'm rolling now.
1: I'm telling you. Do you know what I mean? When did you start jujitsu?
2: I really started jujitsu. Actually, a really, really interesting story. Right? I really started jujitsu. Right, um, back when okay, John Havlin and Andy Ryan had a, had a club called Sbg Northside. Yeah, in
1: that, is, that is that right. is back so, in the so, day. So, so
2: how long am I? So how that long am I in school. the game? So how long am I in the game? <laughs> so how long am I in the game? Give me my armbar. Give me my armbar. I deserve that armbar. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're, you're like, a third
1: degree black belt at yeah, this stage, my friend. So.
2: I've really been grappling on and off all my life. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, I need to make sense. I need some belts. I need to go. I was always afraid of the gi because when you get you, you know yourself when it comes to grappling. When you get used to the system of no gi, yes. Thinking about holding people's fucking collars and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it can be game. can be
2: can be daunting, <clears throat> especially when you're good. You're good at no gi, and you realise yes. I'm actually a good no gi grappler. If I put a gi on now, I get humiliated.
1: Yeah. But do you know
2: what I mean by yeah, that? Yeah. It's and like, it's the it's other
1: way around. Like people who train gi, when you're saying like all oh, like, with you know, no gi sparring, like, Oh no, I'm gonna give it a miss. It's like if you're really? good in gi if if you're good at jujitsu,
2: yeah, you will good, be able to extend
1: the time of both.
2: Yeah, of course. But sure, you know, I was <clears throat> like I was a kid when I was just rolling around and into me, you know, early twenties like rolling no gi. I know now it's all the same. Fucking put a gi on me and bait the show down. Yes, me. yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. jiu jitsu's all about.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is. They have different, like they are different in terms of like. Obviously, geese jitsu is 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 a lot slower than than nogi. I personally prefer nogi. I like the wrestle. Me you too. You know what I mean? I like the the um the, it's high risk.
2: Yes, it is. Do you is. know what I mean? Yeah. It's high risk. Yeah, and if you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and if you were raised on fucking penny sticks, <laughs> you can always do a deadly shrimp. You know what I mean? I've been eating chocolate out of the corner shop all my life. Like, get me into a hole. I just do it. <laughs> and then I just come out behind you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <sighs> but that, that I didn't know that at all. You were at the shed. The shed. That was it was called back in the day. The they shed. used to call it the shed. That's like before my time. Sure. Way before course, my time. Of course, it was way before
2: everyone's time. Everyone's sure, time. So Richie, the animal there, was coaching me, you know? Yeah. And he was yeah. saying, You're going to be the best, man. <laughs> Look at how you move. Look at how you do this. He was great. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, fuck yeah. It's you know?
1: mad to think how, uh, like, Irish combat sports has progressed since that day. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And Look like, at it now. Yeah, nuts, man. I always wonder, you know, I've never actually, I don't think I've ever asked John or Andy, back at that time, if they ever thought that they could have both achieved what mm. they've gone on to do. Yeah,
2: imagine. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine. like
1: when they were, like, in a shed, basically, out in Bleeding Down Imagine. Yeah, good buzz, right?
2: Daddy, I went on then to... um. I just went to like for me it was just about accessibility, so I just went to when Team Rhino started up, I went over there for a while, yeah. and um, then went off to Kakaro MMA there for a while, and uh, that accumulated. Derek around. Kennedy, yeah, that, Kikoro, and, and, right? that, and yeah. that that accumulated around three year three years of good training, and then I was just you know what I was uh, I'm a real devil for. Just staying busy and doing creative things like I was mm-hmm. rollerblading at the time. I was still spray painting at the time. I was uh, really keen about going out with girls and stuff like that. And <laughs> get I did, yeah. And I didn't get like <laughs> I didn't care, it, you know what I mean. I just wanted a balance of all that that good yeah. shit. Are you a Leo? You know, uh, I'm. I'm what you call a Sagittarius. 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 No, the twenty like, fourth, so. It's, it's
1: oh, of December.
2: Of December. November. December.
1: Oh, you're a Capricorn.
2: Well, some say Sagittarius, some say Capricorn.
1: Twenty first of of December.
2: Yeah, that's the. Um,
1: this this is where the listeners get a real treat. Where I go to my phone and they can't bloody see me <laughs> doing it <laughs> Do do, do. Uh, Twenty. What'd you say? Twenty first. I think
2: they came up with a new. Isn't there?
1: A... No, that was debunked.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that fucking
2: ninth planet or whatever the fuck (laughs) is it a moon is it a planet
1: this is my forte is star signs I'm obsessed Uh, do you say the 21st yeah
2: the the winter solstice yeah gas the the darkest day of the
1: year you're a Sagittarius right that's good news for you because I'm a Leo right and we get on very well yeah we know that yeah. See it was the astrology all along. Yeah. You're a Sagittarius. Well, I can tell you a lot about yourself.
2: You can. Yes, Let's I can. go <laughs> She has my hand in her hand right now. She's running <laughs> her little finger <laughs> up my lines. What can you tell me? Uh, <laughs> can you tell me Anton, can you?
1: Well I mean I could like, tell you this I could tell you a bit.
2: Is it the <clears throat> is it the creative thing, Sagittarius, huh?
1: Sagittarius, um let's have a look here now. Now hold on a minute. Well, I'm just I oh, I'm hold like, on a minute. You I can't, can't, can't do it on the bleeding, on the on the podcast and I have to get me facts right. You can't
2: fucking Google something by <laughs> just be nasty. Like anyone anyone can do that. <laughs> 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 do you, you want to know what oil to put in a fucking Opal Astra 17 D, do you?
1: <laughs> right okay so you're the, you're the archer
2: okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. so
1: that that would be a, a a symbol for how you would approach life
2: <laughs> you have google glasses on or something do you?
1: <laughs> no i swear down i swear down okay so you, you're the archer so you um
2: <laughs> Come on, get it together. I'm
1: sweating. I'm under pressure here now. I shouldn't have said that. No,
2: just chill for a second. Because okay. I know you know something. Tell I'll me, do. tell me something about Sagittarius I don't
1: only know something. I know mm. it all. Like literally, I, tr- I like I, I spend a lot of time with astrology. It's very important. It's
2: very, very hard to believe you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know I'm busy, no, but I do <laughs> love astrology.
2: I, I, I know, I know you're not lying.
1: So it is that you're the Archer. Right. So you love freedom.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right, and you love not that we don't all love a bit of freedom, but you love to be you. You do not like to be confined in any aspect of your life. You need to feel like you're free.
2: All the time. All the time. Oh yeah. Right.
1: So that is a big part of being Sagittarius, and also emotionally. You are yeah. like you. K- you keep your emotions very much on the inside.
2: Mm, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't
1: be very emotional, even though you're very expressionate and mm. creative. Yeah,
2: yeah, put it into the art more. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're
1: going to win the lotto on the twenty. 24-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs>
1: but listen to me. I'm not even joking. I'm. I'm <clears throat> so into eat the esoteric like sphere, and I've gone to so many mediums like
0: my
2: mother's a medium
1: are you kidding me
2: well that's why we get along is it no my mother's a very well known medium actually Colette darling big shout out to Colette Darlin. this is
1: why you are here right now
2: yeah my mother's a medium tell me
1: more literally up until I had a numerology reading a soul reading like two nights ago my
2: mother's a great a great woman so back when I was growing up she used to be dealing with higher cards and stuff like that just as an, an introduction into basically the spirit realm and obviously it went into star signs and stuff it stemmed now into um, angel workshops and stuff where she uses it. like, you know, she's not talking to the dead anymore. I'd be saying, man, now, come on, come on now. But there <laughs> Did is... she used to? No, but she, she, she used to try she to... She'd to... up on things. Yeah, oh, yeah, but she's always had that. But I'm just talking about what way she's channeling it, what way she's using it. So basically, she... Um, these days now, she's channeled all her energy into um, angel healing, which is basically... You know yourself, it's basically like she uses cards and stuff like that, but... It's kind, of, it's kind of a psychology, psychology class and picking up a little micro triggers on people and actually giving, giving them healing, giving them a gift when they feel hopeless about something as well. I think, you know, you can use your gift in a way as well to heal, yeah. to heal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's other people out there that use it in different ways to, you know, financially and stuff mm-hmm. or for their own ego as well. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, and not to say they don't have a gift. Yes. They do have a gift. I just think they're just using it in a nil way, like, you know.
1: They've been caught up in the matrix. Yeah,
2: they have been, you know. Yeah. My mother is really aware of that now, and she's honed her skills down into actually just healing people.
1: Oh, my God. I, I have to meet this woman.
2: Yeah, she's a brilliant woman.
1: Oh, uh, I have to, 100%. Because you know what? It's like, um...
2: Turn on soil.
1: <clears throat> That's okay. Um, it's like, uh... I always go back to like when we look at like back in the day like and you would just have it was just so common to have people within the community or tribes that had healing powers for Mm. whatever that is right and like they're they're no different to us they were just more connected to who they are and more connected to earth and more connected more connected that's the word they weren't lost in this whole rat race that we're this Mm -hmm. rat race of consumerism that we're like sure stuck in so i always do you know what and i always think about this story that someone very wise once told me about um uh aboriginally aboriginal aboriginal um tribes back in the day that Mm -hmm. they used to be able to zone in on uh telepathy and they were really really telepathic and they could telepathically speak to one another and say that they would meet in a like destination and they would walk for three days on either side of the bleeding land yeah. and they would meet and it was like proven like there's loads of like scientific documents to prove that it, it, can't, it has happened that a, it can if happen if you think
2: about it us as a species and the whatever the 200,000 years that we've been developing into uh, who we are now as well but if you if you look at nature as well yes. which is interesting about what you were saying wouldn't a herd know where to migrate into me
1: Boom. Oh, there you go
2: and they don't talk
1: absolutely but they know they know do
2: you know what i'm saying this is it so we've lost all that yes we were a species moving around just like them yeah and we had all these fucking abilities that we just they're they're dormant now
1: seriously and why is it so hard for people you know like people i will say more of an an atheist sort of Mm. mindset or belief system why is it so hard for them to believe that I know, right? That we will be so different, or that that we were once capable of that, or we could be capable of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean?
2: It's it's weird now. I think I think um, I think today in today's society we're way more aware of what we've lost.
1: Mm. Oh, you know, because sucks. like
2: where where we're at, where we're at with technology, where we're at with just basically these hyper extensions of of our own um, ego, which would be. Our mobile phones. It reminds you of a poem. I actually should do a spoken word thing on this maybe before I go. I, well,
1: I listen, it's it's on the cards Oh, you don't get out here without doing a bit. Yeah. Your cool. party piece, it's called the party piece. Yeah, that, that's what we've just coined it. Yeah. I always get anyone who can do a bit of something to yeah, do a yeah. bit of something. Do you
2: know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> oh my god. Thank God this this wasn't the visual. He did the helicopter. <laughs>
1: Yeah, speaking of that, will you put your pants
2: back up, please? Come on. But isn't it mad? We've lost so much.
1: We've lost so much, but I am on a mission to reconnect. Like, I what I sound like a bleeding idiot. Like, I just want to reconnect. But it's so important to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, heritage and, like, I have this unquenchable desire to mm. know who I am, yes. where I've come from, yes. why am I here, right. questions. Questions. Many, many questions.
2: Do you, do you, have you answered any of them yet?
1: I've gotten a few questions answered. Have you
2: talked to your grandparents?
1: <laughs> I've spoke to my grandmother, mm. which What's, is like... what she tell you. ...to stop grieving her. Right. Which is really weird. And it was during a Reiki session with the Reiki uh, shaman. And this is so weird. I own my friends now this, but listen, these are all my friends. Come on. And I started doing... Um, Reiki rice about two years ago, and I started hearing a voice coming in. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I listened to a podcast with Paul Check, who's now my you know guru without having a guru because I don't think we should have gurus; we're all our own guru. Um, but he was talking about how you can connect with your soul, and mm. that we all have our soul. We can all have a dialogue with our souls, mm-hmm. and that um. So I started, like, I was like, hang on. I was like, this is really weird. So I remember once being like in this sort of trance in the Reiki. And then I was like, is this my soul? Like literally been like, like, is this, am I, are you my soul? Like, like that. And the voice is like, yes. And then I was like, holy shit, like what do I ask you? And it was like, you can ask me anything. I'm your soul. Wow. Well, right? Sounds deadly. I was like, <laughs> Man, I wish I was after smoking a joint or something before I came in here.
2: Cause
1: <laughs> it's been Whoa. the best thing ever. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, right? <clears throat> Long story short, I kept the more I would go back and do it, the more I kept investigating the voice and asking if it was there. <clears throat> and it was. And then I just started feeling that, um, There was the energy of like, not people, but a collective energy Mm. around me when I would do it, right? And I kept saying to like, quote unquote, my soul, like, what is that? Like, are they people? Are they spirits? Like, I just feel all this like connective energy. And it was like, um, they're here to protect you, right? I was like, who are they? And they were like, they're here to protect you. They're here to protect. That's all that I kept saying. I was like, okay, well, that's, that's really, really weird, So cut to about a year later, I'm at a a, a drug rehabilitation event, right? That a friend of mine uh, works in drug rehabilitation and they have their end of year ball. And they were like, we'd love you to come and to like meet everyone and to have a bit, you know, have a dinner, have a dance and like see how Mm -hmm. you go, have a few drinks. I was like, I'd love to go. And uh, I went out and (laughs) this woman came up to me and she goes, do you know who I am? And I said, no, I haven't got a clue. And she said, um, I'm a medium. And she's like, I need to sit down with you. Will you will you sit down with me? And I said, oh my God, of course. She's like, I need to talk to you. I said, no bother. <laughs> i was having a few drinks at this age. Like, I uh, so, was like, love it. And she was...
2: So where were you when this <coughs> happened again?
1: I was out in the Green Oil Hotel. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. Right. And I'm steamed now. Like, right. I was yeah. after having a couple of Proseccos and the whole lot. So I sat down and I was like, yeah. And she was like... Um, "Uh." You have healing
2: powers. Yes, you get people know when other, other people have it, don't they? I, I don't know. They fucking do. They go around ra- they know. go around recruiting.
1: Now listen to me. <coughs> healing powers is that's a wide landscape, yeah. right? I was like Well,
2: she's seeing something. Some people can just see the divine spirit in people, can't they?
1: She said she was like, You have a healing power and you're you it was because she said this word and it freaked me out then. She was like, You're here to connect connection is where is where your healing is and then Fight is. Connect,
2: TV and then, then the fight connect
1: TV and then like interviewing people and I was like <laughs> I was melting into the chair I was like don't say anymore don't say anymore <clears throat> she goes do you work in childcare I says no and she's like you need to work with children she was like you've got a really special gift and there's a spirit of so many children hmm. around you she's like every time I was watching you all night I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it she said wow. I was watching you all night and I could just see the spirit of child- lost children souls go. just following wow. you wow. Right. And it's really weird because all my friends say to me every time I'm with their kids, they're like, you have like a serious way with children. Like you just, you speak to them differently. You know what I mean? And I don't know what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? So she said this to me and um, she said that my success would be linked to a large house with art. Right. Now, I was like, okay, so I get successful. I have loads of money and I buy a big gaff. I put loads of art in it. That's what I was thinking. My art. Yeah, your art, right? right? Pay me for it, yeah. Yeah, so I will. Double the price. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I left it and I was like saying to... It was actually Craig Coakley's mom that is where. I was saying to Audrey, I was like, "Um, that's bleeding mad. She said then to me and Audrey, how are you connected? And I was like, I know her son. Like She was like, uh, we met her. She was my son and stuff. And she goes, no, you you, you were brought together because you've got the same heart. Yeah. Which was like, even if that is bullshit, that's lovely to hear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I do feel like I have the same heart as her. Well, we get on very well, even you though do. like she's, you, you have know. the same
2: heart as my mother. Is that, like, you are like you are all These are all the same <laughs> <laughs> You are all the fucking same them pure hearted <laughs> fuckers pure hearts right <laughs> yeah you do know you've got a good soul like like it, it wouldn't take it wouldn't take much for somebody to to look at you and think that you've got you've got a good soul assurance through do you know what I'm saying like, I mean
1: I feel like I have a good soul but I didn't do. always have a good soul
2: yeah but you know, back oh, in the yeah. day
1: I was an arsehole like do you know what I mean but I feel like I went through that those 20s 20 to 30 I think I just navigated them all being an arsehole and having like all these different demons and all this like baggage and then mm. when I made the choice to just say I need to change.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you and mean.
1: And I had a death, you know, I feel like I died a little bit. I know what you mean, yeah. And now I'm every day turning into the version of myself that I want to be. Yeah,
2: I think every, I need I, to be. I think everyone, everyone has that opportunity, don't they?
1: Well, did you go through something like that? Well,
2: I think everybody who has a good kindred spirits like have gone through a massive metamorphosis. They haven't just always been like that. Absolutely. So, do you know what I mean? Like, every, yeah, I think yeah. everybody has the opportunity um, to shine through and become more real to themselves, if that makes sense. Become true to themselves um, and listen to their heart and and, and uh, embrace their soul, like you know. And, uh, like, my mother taught me that. And, listen, I was running around doing mad shit as well. Like, I grew up in Darndale. It was tough times and we were kids and we were running around and we were barbarians and we were going around doing whatever. But we weren't thinking that was right or wrong at the time and stuff like that, you know? But I think when you do have good people around you and good mentors, whether it be family, mothers or friends or these people that you meet in creative circles when you're going forward, you do kind of say to yourself, these people are a little bit different than me. I'm not really like them yet. But I kind of want to be more like these people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know when you're with other people, which they're your peers? Yeah. They're your peers and you're just looking at them. Mm -hmm. You're like, man, how do I get there?
1: Well, that's why they say your circle should be, you should be the least talented, least intelligent, least whatever than your circle. You know, and it doesn't mean that you actually physically have to, but it's the idea of surround yourself with people who are doing great things so that they in turn inspire you. And you're one-fifth of the the five people that you surround yourself with.
2: I think that's the key as well. I think the key is to only give your allegiance to people that, like the people that, put it this way, right? We're going through something now at the moment. I know everyone's busy. We're going through a pandemic and uh, there's people suffering and, uh, A lot of people are left with, you know, themselves to try to find who they are, to take a good look at themselves and stuff. We should be giving credit to the people that are reaching out to you now and asking how are you or meeting up for a social distance coffee. It's the people that are looking at you now Mm-hmm. That deserve your respect and, and and need to be in your circle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, absolutely. Because you know yourself when it was all hustle and bustle outside. And everybody's like, oh, hi, hi, hi. Mm-hmm. So they want to fucking get into your podcast, or do want to? You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's like now. Yes. Who's coming around now and saying what's up? You dropped me a text the other day, and I'm yes. like, that's so that's that that's so characteristic of you because you know what I mean. You actually fucking you actually care about me you want to see what's up you. with me yeah right exactly I and I was like fuck you know what I mean like I, I erased all my numbers I went on a reel I just got off social media lately and stuff I'm just starting to feel like that environment for me now as an adult is becoming a little bit of a hindrance to my creative cognitive abilities yes and I want to just harness there's there's deeper questions that I need answering in my life Um. Not to say there's some sort of dark secret, going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh, we made that sound like a bit cryptic, like nothing like that. But I just mean there's a piece of fucking there's there's, Something a, there's a huge piece of work that isn't created yet.
1: Yes. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yes. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Do you know
2: yes. what I mean? I do. Yeah, but you do because you're on the road. <laughs> you're on the fucking road as well, like trying to find out what that is too. You're not here. Oh. You're not just here for for nothing. You're here to go, let's go. You know, I need to find yeah. out more about myself. What's going on? I
1: don't have enough time.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? When people yeah. are saying like, oh, I feel so old. I feel that I'm like, shut up.
2: Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: If someone told me I'm living till 95, that's not enough time for me. No. I need more time.
2: Big time. Big you know? Time. Big time. I'm on I'm on the path just searching and stuff like that. And here, don't get me wrong. Um, people like ourselves find, it, find the answers easy enough. Mm. Just, just be still, and and, and it, it comes.
1: That's deep. How much time do you spend in stillness?
2: Um, is this an
1: everyday thing, or is it metaphorically?
2: No, I had to. I had to adapt and create some type of. Skills in order to multitask as an individual because I'm a guy that goes out and grafts. I go out onto building sites and I graft. Mm. And I work away to pay bills for my family, which takes up a lot of my time there. Yeah, I have to get an adequate amount of rest to balance with the graft and that I'm doing with my hands. Mm-hmm. I have family there. I have kids that need attention as well. And I also have the creative side, right? That's too much. Mm. That's too much to be like pondering in a fucking cave and bleeding bally. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like fucking just looking at your shadow for 20 years trying to figure it out.
0: (laughs) I was just
1: about to say, how do you do it all?
2: Yeah, exactly. How
1: do you do it all? That's a lot. I mean, I think I have a heavy schedule, but like I don't have kids. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. So I make a lot of sacrifices. So where I should be resting, I'm creating. Yeah. And where I should be playing sometimes... I'm working, and I have to juggle mm-hmm. everything around, and it feels like I'm always chasing, chasing, chasing. Kids, as well, for me, is a big thing at the moment. But they're starting, not to start to grow up. Let me change their nappy for They're starting to grow up. They're fucking, I'm out, not up, even soon. walking yet. No, but like I can see as I can see this, I can see them chains kind of just come off me slowly but surely as we kids kind of start to like gather a couple of years under them yeah. and stuff like that and I can start it then I'm very 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 aware to move out into the direction that I want to go yeah. when the time presents itself
1: yeah do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. Like, yeah.
2: like we are all busy and stuff like that do you yeah, know what I mean yeah, but I'm yeah. like a fucking crouching tiger
1: so is that do you find that um, <clears throat> your your creativity prospers when you're under like a certain degree yeah. of like I've only got this amount of time
2: yeah there we go you know what I mean it's no longer fucking smoking hash at the bus stop with your <laughs> skateboard
1: but that was a nice life.
2: <laughs> Do you remember that? When we were like, yeah, I'm going to make an album or whatever, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like them days are well and truly gone. So yeah, it's a mechanism now on how I cope and how I juggle all these different things. People people who see me, how the fuck are you fathering? How are you doing all this? How are you doing all that? Time management. Yeah. And you have to give your fucking, your soul and your spirit across yeah, to all yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, takes yeah, yeah, dints yeah. and chips out of you along mm-hmm. the way. Because everything's sacrificed. You have to give energy to attain fucking bleeding knowledge like do you know what I mean like yeah. do you know what to find out more about yourself you have to give your yeah. time and energy mm. you know what I mean so, 100%
1: yeah so what? what is, what is well, creatively what's next
2: uh, <clears throat> creatively what's next um, I was in the studio fucking yesterday were you yeah, with Dan? No, it wasn't with Dan. I'm doing a solo album with uh, Chris Chris Cabs, great producer.
1: No way. Yeah,
2: and uh, he's fucking fantastic. But it's kind of a more current, updated sound and stuff like that. But um, I'm having a great time writing lyrics to his stuff because his stuff's real, real chill and real positive.
1: It, do you prefer to have someone do the music and you come in with the the, the lyrics, or? Yeah, I
2: never produced. Ever. No. Would you even
1: do a little bit at home if you were just say uh, th- when when Paulie was in here, little dialects, yeah. my my language that I use for talking about hip hop music is so uncool. I was like, right. when you're writing a beat or when yeah. you're dropping a line. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean.
2: Yeah, I'll dropping a line. Like when
1: you're dropping a line there, and then you're he, so cool, he, he went to say a piece, and I went, "Hit it." And he literally, did, was did like, did Paulie
2: do some raps on, on, yeah, on the show? Yeah, he did. did
1: he? he done a couple of verses. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. You're going to have to, like, the challenge is there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no. I'll definitely, I'll definitely rap. Yeah, of course I will. I'll definitely rap. It's like fucking people you know it's it's crazy some people know me for this some people know me for that but I don't feel like I'm any of them do you know that sort of way yeah. it's funny I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm obliged to come here and rap because I'm a rapper like I hopefully I'm just talking to you because I'm Teddy Darling and yeah, that's it and you know you're what I mean mate, like, and you're yeah.
1: interesting and yeah, I know, yeah. I know uh, like the conversation is gonna be good
2: yeah yeah exactly you know I mean? yeah we yeah. can stick to the conversation be way better than me uh, going we- hey I'm egotistical <laughs> check out my testicles <laughs> they're in your mouth Lydia Sucker, <laughs> sucker, sucker (laughs) (laughs)
1: brilliant but who do you where do you identify the most like does does teddy darren have to be all these different versions yeah
2: they have yeah 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 that's the
1: freedom that's the yeah i was about about to get back to
2: that i was about to get back to that that's my ball right
1: yeah (laughs) you know i have this i have
2: this like 420 degree fucking arc
1: yes and the chasing women
2: boom you know what I mean? Like uh, me, me. Hopefully, used to say to me. Uh, <laughs> me, hopefully, used to say to me, "What are you doing? So many things."
0: <laughs>
2: called, "Fuck off, will
1: <laughs> You just were always like that.
2: Yeah, you just say, like, "Will you not doing one thing?" Yeah, ah. and and and, and I, I the the answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that is no and like i, I kind of said to myself i don't really get doing one thing yeah like i don't get that do you, think you
1: get really bored if you just had to do one thing
2: i think so yeah because it's,
1: that, it's that confinement confined to one thing
2: yeah, it's like creative adhd
1: yeah
2: do you know what i mean like i know when to sit and be still like yeah like i'm not a dude that like fucking you know i always have to be always have to be moving yeah i'm not that dude i, I, I like my time just sitting down Fucking listening to fucking soundscapes and music and yeah. being still. I like moving as well.
1: What's on the playlist these days?
2: Um, What's on the playlist these days? Oh, you know what? I'll tell you the truth. Nothing.
0: <laughs> Nothing?
2: No. I'll tell you, it's just, it's, t- it's a time management thing as well. Like, I don't want to, like, I can tell you what music I've been listening to over the year, but I just don't want to even lie about it. It's like, Every time I get a little bit of time to go listen to some music now, I seem to be digging up really old school nuggets from like back in the 90s and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like you can laugh, but like it's like fucking I dig up like all like Shanty and Jarrell and all. Yeah.
0: And I dig up like all these like
2: fucking, you know, these nuggets that's like fucking man, that's what 2003 felt like. Oh you Know what I mean? Like, how,
1: but how good is that to be able to? That's how beautiful music is, yeah. That you can go back to a time and you just put yeah. on a record for me. It's crazy, sexy, cool by TLC, yeah. When I want to go back in time and have a vibe and have a, vo- a bop, I throw on TLC and yeah. I'm like, I just remember being like baggy pants and like you know, hair up and like big hoop earrings and we're like, yeah, TLC, yeah, let's go,
2: yeah. And it, I mean? there was, there was guys, uh, you remember. You know, I don't want no scrubs. Yeah. Well, do you know a bunch of fellas in America like a bunch of blackfellas brought up pigeons.
0: Yes. You remember that one. Yes.
2: I don't <laughs> no want no pigeons. pigeons. Those be the girls <laughs> that get no love for me. Hanging on the passenger <laughs> side of his best. Oh, classic.
1: Deadly. Back, in the, Back yeah. in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. So
2: all oh, like I, I'd be. T- I don't remember them all, but it seems like when I, I get into a groove of like starting to select them, uh, the other ones, the other ones uh, pop up. Yeah. I kind of go on this fucking journey back there. It's beautiful. I love I love listening to old music, you know. But uh, on the way in, like I have my ear- earpods in me there on the way, and I was just a rapper called Ka, real um, New York, really, really, really kind of gully, kind of real grimy, no beat or just these kind of like butter drums going, and he's just like, you know, just talking, rhyming, like, but real kind of hard, harsh, not even like. Brutal type of stuff Just about the struggle And the upbringing And stuff like that And I, I listen to Doom Metal Like I listen to a lot of Doom Metal Like Acid King and stuff I listen to like uh, The Devil Names Blues I listen to a lot of stuff I listen to the Black Keys I like a lot I like yes, a, lo- I like a lot of stuff That just fucking drives Yeah Because I need to drive
1: Yeah Do you know what I mean I need
2: to get up and fucking drive Like you know yeah. It's like I can't fucking bleed Smoke a joint listen to Nirvana Like yeah. although I haven't Smoked a joint in 10 years Like <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's like fucking fill me full of electricity and send yeah. me out the fucking door to get something done do you know what I mean oh.
1: yes I hear that I you know hear that I yeah, hear that what a buzz well before you go you're gonna have to do a little something
2: well look I've uh, Uh, I don't even need to go to my phone It's just one of these things Like I know all these things But it's just one of these things You know when you're putting on the spot sometimes You never just want to go Yeah yeah Well
1: while, while you're having a look there I'll ask you one final question
2: Ask me whatever you want
1: If all ended tomorrow Yeah Yeah What message would you leave behind? Lol Lol Yeah Yup And what great insights, he left behind. Yeah, because you know
2: what I mean? Look, right. at the end of the day, right, Lydia, look, b- before I go off on this, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, right? Like, I grew up reading, like, 1600s, like, Japanese literature, like, all the great books, books of the five rings, me and Martin Musashi, all this. Yuck. I knew about fucking Zen. And I embodied fucking, I embodied... <laughs> like what people are trying to do today when I was a fucking young fella and lived in that cold for most of my life. Yeah. Now it's just tacky, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, I want to say a big philosophical fucking big piece of shite, man. <laughs> so someone to go, who's actually an interesting person?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so that's why I said, lol.
1: Brilliant. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So,
2: anyway, let's <laughs> Ah, oh, yes. No, all good. I have a good verse here. It okay. goes, I guess, right? <clears throat> Politicians fishing for that undercover cash. It makes my skin crawl like an undiscovered rash. The hard-working man's sofa companies collapse. Can't make a fucking lick of cream paying higher rate tax. Feeding us with lies don't be blind to the fact that the lies is disguised like a knife in the back. And the scars run deep on the streets where we are. When me ma pays rent in the scheme where you shot See the real shit stain is your campaign Broken promises, monarchies, sipping on the champagne I'm digging holes in the rain for a shit wage What's changed? Nine centuries a slave We're still in pain, ball and chain gang applicable Whipped boy the system, Mr. Suit and Toy criminal Sick individuals, counting all the millions We're pissing in the wind, What are praying preying on the innocent Oh, what a hot pot to be living in. Crocodile smile snatch your souls from civilians. Dirty deeds and cover-ups, you are reptilian. Villainous, belligerents, counting up your millions. Living in the citadel, the cross is invisible. False propaganda broadcast from your living room. Advertising fear lawyers throw your subliminal. Controlling our thought self-awareness is minimal. The true means to our end. We dug our own graves, laser beams to our head. Martin Luther King had a dream, now he's dead because the system is designed to devoid what we spend. Wake up. Ooh! <laughs> Sorry, I was slurring over there. It was, it's the first time I ever did that, man. I only wrote that. Did you? Yeah, I only wrote that. I only wrote that I only wrote that a week or two ago. This is the first time I ever did it, so that's why it was a little... Bleh.
1: No, that was really good.
2: Yeah, but it's all like, it's it's relevant now, right? So
1: relevant now. You know, and I have
2: longer, real fucking bleeding, you know stab you in the heart stuff we am so
1: st- like enamoured by rappers and rapping I don't know how you do it I, like,
2: I, got, told, I got told the other day that uh, you know that, that rap is actually Irish
1: listen you know, uh, when you, you, know, you listen with, to Irish rappers you can see why someone might say that you know
2: yeah that I got brought to the Bronx really yeah that I got brought to the Bronx over there from the Shanakies and all the people over here that used to do all the limericks the tongue rhymes yeah, and stuff
1: yeah 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 and uh
2: there's, I have to look into it, but uh, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Like I'm Serious just the sense. living, living Im- embodiment of, of a guy now in modern day doing it. You know,
1: It's so good. No, I, I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having me. it's been deadly. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. I feel like I feel like I feel like we're only breaking the ice. Feels like we could have our own podcast, we right? We
1: could. <laughs> Boom. Book it in, Shane. Book it in. But I'm telling you. Listen, that might not be a bad idea. Imagine, like, this is why I, when I, asked, when you said you came in, I was like, do you know what? We could be talking about Tesco now and we'd have the best hour sure. ever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, see, I'm so grateful that you came in. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much.
2: And come here, listen, like, you know, bring in a couple of, like, like, how funny would it be to be talking about that video with Paddy Hewlin while well, he's here?
1: Do you know what? As you, you were know, saying, let's get, I was let's like, get a tour let's, wheel in. Let's sometimes bring him in, like let's let's it's, have someone in here. Well, it's like. not
2: even that. It's kind of like get somebody in, get somebody else in that you're doing the interview, and uh, actually get someone, get someone in that you've already had in, and put a world card in down as well. Just sit somebody else down. Yeah. So it's a three way discussion now. God knows what the fuck you'll say. Like,
1: I'd probably have to pre approve it with the person <laughs> first, you know. Uh, but yeah, hundred percent. You'll have yeah, to come good. back.
2: Yeah, I'd love to come back. You
1: have to come back.
2: Thanks so much for having and me. And we'll
1: do part two. Uh, Beautiful. Preludes? Preludes? Part two of Preludes. No. Uh oh. <laughs> cut that out. What's it after? What? Preludes.
2: I just think of praline. You know that, that <laughs> ice cream? <laughs> <Fuck> that. <laughs> and
1: we'll We'll leave it at that. <laughs> lol lol
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Teddy Darren, aka God Creative aka one half of Creative Grime thank you so much for coming in
2: thank you very much, much
1: boom much hold
0: up